Welcome back to another episode of the Mati Facete Show. I am loving, loving, loving the Mommy Matters series. Tamisha here and my co-host. Yes, do you hear those giggles, baby? They delightful. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Today we have a cool special guest who is going to talk to us all about living cleaner and greener, and she's the bomb. So I'm going to give her a chance to introduce herself, let you know who she is and what she does. So thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. So my name is Stephanie Moram. I am a green living blogger. So basically, I teach busy moms and women how to live more green without being overwhelmed. Um, So I started my blog, I would say about 10 years ago when I was actually, my daughter was about six months old and I was on maternity leave and I decided to educate people on how I live my life. Um, I was still in the process of learning. I was still learning what waste free was, what green living was and all that kind of stuff. And I wanted to bring other women on the journey with me. So I started my blog, um, yeah, like I said, about 10 years ago. And ever since then, I've been just helping women live more green, whether it's DIYing their own products, whether it's learning how they can live more waste-free, whether it's learning how they could live more sustainable, whether they want to learn how to make their closet more sustainable. Um, And that's kind of just wrapped up in a bow, essentially what I do um, with my voice and how I educate people. That is so dope. I love it. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So as a non-toxic living mama, it, it is a lot to grasp. Like my lifestyle was cleaner before Julia and it's just also walking into motherhood being pregnant though there was everything to look at it was like okay so which diaper is the best so if I do my cloth how many do I need and like you know once she began to get older and deeper in the stages it's like okay so I want to do reusable wipes but then I'm also in this space where it's like okay I'm getting rid of paper towels so what the heck am I doing here right like it's crazy so I I want to hop right into this because I love the topic why should people live a greener life to begin well just to backtrack a couple of seconds that's how I got started right I basically got started because I was pregnant with my daughter and I went down a rabbit hole of food which when you go down a rabbit hole of one topic it just leads to all the topics right so leads to the products you're putting on your body which leads to you know what you have in your house which leads to maybe your clothing which leads to which leads to which leads to right so I feel like so many women 
their aha moment, a lot of them is moms and it's when they're pregnant or after they have a baby because they realize that the environment that they live in is full of toxic chemicals, harmful chemicals. And a lot of the times it comes down to fragrance, the fragrance we have in our house. So fragrance in cleaning products, fragrance in plugins, um, fragrance in our laundry detergent, the fragrance in um, you know our dryer sheets, if you use dryer sheets. For me, that's the number one thing. And the reason why I went down this path of living more green was, you know, I always live more green in the sense like I recycled. Um, but my biggest aha moment was really when I was pregnant with my daughter, you know, I watched Food Inc. and realized I wanted to change the way I ate. And then once I was pregnant with my daughter, I just started researching um, the products I was going to be using on myself while pregnant but also the products I'd be bringing into my home. So for me, living green is, it's not just, oh, I recycle and compost, which are two amazing things. I just think it's such a bigger topic. And for me and what I express to, you know, women that I, that I work with is it's getting the toxins out of your house. And that was one of the number one reasons was getting the crap out of my house that I would be exposing my tiny little baby to, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know the exact number, but um, I'd have to look, look it up, but it's something around, again, I'm just, I don't know the exact number, but it's something like 200 or 250 chemicals is what your unborn child is exposed to in the umbilical cord. Like that's before they're even born, you know, exactly. I don't know the exact number, so don't hundred percent quote me on that, but yeah, yeah, I think it's, um, I had read it on when I was doing research and it's some like ridiculously high number. So that's before they're even born. So for me, it was, okay, what can I do to make changes in my life? And for me, I'm an all or nothing person, but most people aren't an all or nothing person. So for me, the whole, like, why should you live green is getting the, the harmful toxins out of your house is the start, you know? And what does that look like? Um, it could look like for the busy mom that she looks for different cleaning products. And then they move on to what are the products you're putting on your body? What are the products you're putting on your baby's body? You know, and there's so many unnecessary products that are, you know, basically marketed to us that we don't even need. Like there's so many things. I did not buy as a new mom or as a, you know, or when I had my second, they're just not necessary. Um, and I like how you talked about, you know, cloth diapering and cloth wipes. I did all that and it's not for everybody. Right. But for me, I think if somebody is really new to this whole lifestyle, it's just like, it's overwhelming. I would say it's getting the products out of your house and starting with, you know, the cleaning products. Then it's moving on to like your personal care products. Then it's, you know, moving on to the products that you're putting on your baby. Like I don't, I never use baby powder. You all can Google why I didn't use baby powder, but there's talc in baby powder. Talc is, should not be put on your body. Right. So, mm -hmm. um, you can make your own by using tapioca flour or arrowroot flour. It's just to keep your baby's butt dry so it doesn't get a rash from being so moist in a diaper 
right? But this baby powder is marketed to us at a, a really high price, not only monetarily a high price, but a high price on the ingredients that are in that product. And so I just think that there's just a way to not be overwhelmed and getting the toxins out of your house. So it's the cleaning products. It's some of the baby products. It's your personal care products. And it's slowly swapping out the ones that you have already for cleaner ones. Ones that don't have a list of 50 ingredients on it. Right? So that's kind of why I feel, you know, if someone's raising their hand saying, I want to live more green, I always talk about getting the toxins out of their house first. I just, it just because the harmful toxins in your house, you know, the skin is the biggest organ on your body. So, you know, if you have all these toxins in your house and you're breathing in, you know, air fresheners all the time and you're breathing in dryer sheets all the time, like I legit in the summer when I lived in my condo would close all my windows because all I smelled was dryer sheets from other condos. Mm. So, you know, mm-hmm. the things that are mostly toxic in the cleaning products and the personal care products is usually fragrance. That's the number one thing I look for on, on an ingredients list. So for a new mom or someone that's new to this lifestyle, I would say to get the toxins out of your house one by one, the cleaning products, the personal care, the baby products, the plugins, the dryer sheets, the laundry sheet, the laundry detergent, because you're washing your clothes and your baby's clothes and you're like, wow, it smells so good. But it's like basically like a crap storm. You know what I mean? Like it's a shit storm. Like it's your kids are now smelling like flowers, but it's fragrance. Fragrance is basically, you know, a company hides behind fragrance, right? They don't have to tell you the ingredients that are in the fragrance that they use. They don't have to. So you're buying your laundry detergent and it smells like lavender, but who knows if it's actually lavender. And then you put it on your baby and your baby's wearing it for, you know, they poop and spit up. So let's just say they maybe wear it for an hour because <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you're changing them like every five minutes, but like that, that's what they're smelling. That's what's being absorbed into their body. So that that's kind of what I feel is important for me. But when I'm teaching or helping women make the transformation, like trans, you know, move on to a cleaner and greener life, it's always the toxic products in their house. Um, and some women are okay. Some women are okay that I'm using XYZ product. I'm okay that I'm using a cleaning product that might be toxic. And if you're okay with that and you've done your research, then high five, right? I just really feel like, you know, we're we're just, we're marketed all these products that we don't necessarily need full of these toxic chemicals. And if you choose to use them, like no judgment at all, at least you did your research and you know what you're putting on your body. And I think that's the most important thing is what you know, what you're putting on your body and what you're breathing in and what your child is breathing in. And if you're okay with that, then keep using that product. But if you're not okay with it, start voting with your dollar and buying products that are safer for you and your child and your family. Exactly. I love it because so many people don't know the difference. You know, they don't understand why it's important. And even something as basic as perfume, like you're talking like 50 to like 300, like 
different chemicals you don't know and it's like oh it smells good and to me I can't even be around it like at this point in my journey I'm like getting a headache and like for me that's a non-negotiable it is like no (laughs) I cannot bring my daughter around that um because I don't even know what that is you don't know what it is right it's a concoction that was made but a lot of people don't understand what actually is going on or what the difference between like an essential oil and like a perfume or an essential oil and like a candle and it's like um yeah you know it there is a big difference and it may really be a lot to look at so I love that you get to help moms and women really go through and move through all of these things but it can be overwhelming when you are trying to go through the journey alone and you had just had this you know sudden awakening (laughs) it's like okay I want to make a change it it's like where do you start you know so I want to dive into the term, right? Zero waste <laughs> living. <laughs> because so, you know, I am really getting deeper and deeper into less waste. But I want to dive into the term zero waste because I feel like it is misleading. And a lot of women and moms, especially new moms, may be super confused (laughs) about how they can even make that happen with a child or a few. So I agree. Zero waste is just like this, this kind of like this buzzword. I tend to use the word low waste. It's literally impossible to live zero waste. It's really hard when you have children and it's even harder to live like plastic free. That's a whole other topic. Um, But for me living low waste or zero waste, um, like I said, I feel like it's a buzzword. It's a word that people use. It's like a trendy word. It's been around for a long time. It's just a word like, how can you reduce the waste that you are, um, the waste that you are, you know, I can't even think of the word right now, but what waste you are creating and how can you lower your footprint, right? So low waste. So for me, it's really just when I'm buying a product or not buying a product, um, how can I have less of an impact on the environment? So for example, you know, when it comes to clothing, especially children, like when a baby comes, you know, I, I touched on this before when a newborn baby, you know, you're pregnant with your first kid and you don't know what you should buy or not buy, you're bombarded and like marketed that you need all these trinkets and all these things. And it's like, you don't, like you really don't need all the things. And so for me, living low waste was like, how to minimize the waste that I'm accumulating, right? So it starts with the products that I'm buying. So when I'm buying a product, do I need it? Do I really need that product? Like. Is it essential? Do I already have something at home that works just as well? Um, And it's also thinking about if I do buy that product, what kind of waste is it creating? So when I'm buying food, I really try not to buy food that comes in packages because most packages can't be recycled. 
right? Um, when I'm buying clothing or I'm buying from certain companies, I'm looking for companies that have better packaging. So not be everything wrapped up in plastic because, you know, this is another whole other topic, but like plastic bags really can't be recycled. And the problem with plastic bags is they get, you know, jammed in machines. They have, you know, and it just messes up the whole recycling production. So they need to have, you know, specific machines to recycle plastic. So they don't really get recycled. So any kind of plastic, you know, I'm just trying to avoid that to bring down my waste, but it's to sit down as a mom and not be overwhelmed and just be like, I'm being bombarded and marketed with all these products. Do I really need it for my new more baby? Like to give you an example, um, with my daughter, I found a changing pad. I needed a changing pad. Like that's like a necessity when you have a baby to a certain extent. So they don't pee all over your bed or your floor when you're changing them or they poop their diaper. There's not poop all over your bed, right? Um, so I wanted one and I found one, not a cheap one. Um, I think it was like a hundred dollars and it was made of rubber and you know, there's no formaldehyde, no flame retardants and all that stuff. And then my husband's like, really? hundred dollars for a changing pad and it might even have been a bit more than that i was like yeah he's just like seriously <laughs> like just like really <laughs> and i said to him i was like look we don't need a changing table like what do i need a changing table for like right and he's like good because you'd probably want like a really sustainable one it would probably cost a lot of money and the thing was i compromised i'm like i don't need a changing table i can put a changing pad on a bed I changed my kids mostly on the floor. <laughs> like, right. I'm like, it's just going to be this thing sitting there. Like it just, I have a dresser. I can put stuff in a dresser. Like I didn't need one. Right. And so it's making those, you know, realizations There's just some stuff that you think you need, but you actually really don't. So, you know, for that new mom, it's to really sit down and be like, do I need this product? Or is it just being marketed to me? Because it's like a trinket that could, be cool right so like a diaper bag i never owned one i'm not saying you shouldn't have a diaper bag you know that's maybe made specific for moms with all the pockets but you probably have like five billion reusable bags at home that would work just as well so i got into this mindset of once you get into the mindset of living a lower waste lifestyle you start questioning do i really need that and do i have something at home that could serve the same purpose. So for me, I didn't need a diaper bag because all it is is a bag with some pockets in it. I had like 10 reusable bags at home. Why would I go spend 50, 60 or $100 on something marketed to moms when it's just really a bag? Um, so for those kinds of things, um, I just question what I'm buying. Um, you know, for a new mom, it could be to reduce their waste, could be that they make their own food when they decide to start giving their baby food. Um, instead of buying jar after jar or pouch after pouch, steam some veggies and throw it in a blender. You know what I mean? Like you'll save money at the same time. And then you're reducing your waste by not creating waste from all the jars. Again, a lot of busy moms out there, it might not be realistic that they can make their own baby food, but maybe sometimes they can on the weekends. And then when they're in a crunch, they buy it. Right there, they're still reducing their waste. Um, so yeah, so for me, the low waste is definitely a lifestyle shift. It doesn't happen overnight. It starts with small changes. So for that mom or that busy mom that's like, wow, that's super overwhelming, start small. 
just every time, you know, you're thinking about buying something, just be like, do I need it? Can I, I you know, like, do I need it? Okay. Yeah. My kids want fish sticks. You know, that's what you eat. Or my kids want, my kids want, I don't know, um, a certain snack and it comes in a pouch and you can't recreate it at home because you're too busy. Fine. Buy it. But just having that mindset of questioning, do I really need this? Yes or no. And do I have something at home that could serve the exact same purpose? And third thing is finding products that are sustainably made. So example, I don't know. I was, I buy toothpaste. I make my own toothpaste as well. Um, because when I make my own, it's my own jar and I'm not creating waste. But then I got lazy and I started buying toothpaste for no other reason than simply being lazy. <laughs> and yesterday I was sitting there like, why am I buying these tubes of toothpaste? They can't be recycled. They're super wasteful. And there's a toothpaste out there that is, um, I bought it last night <laughs> and it's just these little tablets that you stick in your mouth and you chew on it and you stick your toothbrush in and you brush your teeth. And so right there, you're like totally getting rid of the tube that cannot be recycled. It comes in a glass jar that you can reuse. And then there's stores across the U S and Canada where this company, you can go and refill your own glass jar with these little tablets to brush your teeth. So, you know, I, like I said, I got a little lazy and then I started thinking, Stephanie, your lifestyle is to try to live zero, like live more waste free. Let's make that change. So somebody could be living this lifestyle for a really long time and like, we're not perfect and no one's perfect. And I think that's the, the stigma that gets attached with zero waste is that it has to be perfect. If I don't live zero waste a hundred percent of the time, then I, then I'm not doing it right. Or if, um, you know, and then they beat themselves up and then they don't do it. Like I really, I saw this quote somewhere, um, it's probably on Instagram and it wasn't, it was, it was something along the lines of, um, let me think for a second, uh, something along the lines of you need, you know, say a thousand people living zero waste a little bit of the time versus five people living zero waste all of the time. Something like that was the point of the quote. And I see it as being so true. So if everybody was more conscious of the waste that they created versus five people conscious of the waste that they're creating and living almost zero waste, the biggest impact is going to be on all the moms out there that are saying, I don't want to buy juice pouches all the time. I'm going to buy less juice pouches. That means there's going to be less juice pouches sitting in a landfill. Right. So I think it's just being conscious of what you're purchasing and what your needs are. And again, it's not about being perfect um, at all because there is no perfect. And, you know, you're just going to beat yourself up. And, and I, for the longest time, like, you know, on a personal level, when I started living more zero waste, I would feel guilty and the guilt, like it just weighs you down and it, it feels weird, like guilty because I bought a bag of chips. Like I shouldn't feel guilty because once in a while I like to eat chips, organic chips. And once in a while I buy them. Right. Right. Versus like I'm buying a bag a day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so I think it's just about not thinking about this has to be perfect and it's one little step at a time and making the best decisions for you and your family. 
I love that and I love how you put it um, because a lot of people from what I've seen personally feel like okay if I can't do it all the time it right. doesn't matter you know um, and just reducing your mm-hmm. footprint matters in every single way for all of us you know so it's it's like, you know, what you're doing is enough because you just do what you can do and make it work for you. It's not about being a certain way. And I know there are 50 million, thousand billion gazillion things on Pinterest. And there are, you know, moms who say, you know, oh, I'm so perfect. This is this, this is that. But you know what? <laughs> Behind closed doors, I promise you, it is not all wrapped up tied in a bow. Like nope. it's, it's impossible. It's literally impossible. So it's just like you find simple ways to do things, even with like example making reusable wipes. There are so many moms that are like, you know, so simple. Wet the cloth, put it in the wipe warmer, right. use it when you need it. You know, don't go through all the extensive measures. So when you're looking at whatever it is you're trying to do and try, first of all, look at what Stephanie got because she's the bomb. But, <laughs> like, seriously, don't overcomplicate it. I feel like that overcomplication right. comes from the fact that they are like, oh, you need this, 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 this. Like how you were talking about the baby powder. I've never used it either. It is literally as simple as you said. You know, don't overcomplicate it just because you are being pushed and pressured to get all these different things and gadgets. And I feel like that is just a major part of you really stepping back to look I love asking the question do I really need it to wrap our episode up I want to know you said start right with the chemicals in your home and replacing those and then you're moving to like your body and you know you went over the laundry detergent you use but what are your major tips and what resources do you have available from you that can help mamas well, through the transition? um first of all you could go to my blog um so excuse me my blog is goodgirlgonegreen.com <clears throat> I have tons of like DIY recipes, um, stuff in there. There's some recipes for kids and stuff like that. So you can go check out my website. I also have a free eco shopping guide. I call it my free eco shopping guide. It's basically products that you can purchase or maybe already have in your home that can help you live more of a low waste lifestyle. So what products you already have in your house that you can use and what products will help, you know, lessen your carbon footprint. So instead of buying a plastic water bottle all the time for your water, why don't you get a stainless steel one kind of thing? Or if you absolutely need to use a straw all the time, maybe you can get like a stainless steel straw. So 
Um, that is goodgirlgonegreen.com slash eco shopping and just give your email address and your name and it'll be sent right to your email and you can take a look at that. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at goodgirlgonegreen underscore and that's really where I talk a lot about um, my everyday what I do to lessen my impact on the environment. So um, a lot of fun videos, um, you know, stuff on living low waste, stuff on green living, stuff on getting toxins out of your house. So you could go over there for sure and uh, check out my Instagram. And I have a lot of info there. And if you ever want, you can message me on Instagram. You can send me an email. I always answer my emails. Um, Stephanie at goodgirlgonegreen.com as well. And um so a quick tip like you asked. So that's where you can kind of find me. Um, go to any of those places and you'll find me. Um, I really think it comes back to the toxins, like really getting the fragrance out of your house as much as possible. The, the artificial fragrance, you know, we touched on essential oils. Um, I do use essential oils. I use a diffuser in my house instead of plugins to get a, you know, a smell in my house. Um, but I really, really think, <clears throat> excuse me for that busy mom is just to look at what is in her house and start slow. Like look at the cleaning products, look at the laundry detergent, you know, look at the dryer sheets you're using. You know, you can use wool dryer balls instead of dryer sheets and put some essential oils on them. And now you have like a scented dryer sheet. Um, look at, you know, for me, it's fragrance. Fragrance is always the number one thing for me. Um, and that's like the biggest tip I have is really to look at the ingredients and the products you're buying and try to get that fragrance out of your house. Yes, I feel like once you start <laughs> to look at it and you actually look something up, you're like, holy smokes. Like it's a whole different ball game once you realize that one product you were using has like 65 <laughs> ingredients. And you thought it was just plain and simple because of the name. And then you get to really look into what those ingredients are. It's like, holy smokes, okay. So never mind. Let me take this out. Um, <laughs> so I love it. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for coming on to Thank you for show. having me. Oh, it's been goodness. fun. I love it's I just love talking about this topic. It's just such a passion for me. And I just love showing women that it can be fun. It doesn't have to be hard and you can still live a great life and still have a low impact on the environment. Absolutely. Um, it doesn't take away. It kind of gives you a peace of mind and a lot of people think it's more expensive, but honestly, no, it's not it. You make things simpler, it costs less to be simple exactly. than to be complicated. I promise. <laughs> yes. Juju, are we going to tell <laughs> Stephanie see you later? <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for checking back into another episode of the Ma, 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 Ma Show. <laughs>